0: Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about, which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is talk about it most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our youtube page if you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com phenomenology club and in general to learn more about our club what we do and how you can become a member for only one dollar a month please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club thank you for listening STAY TRIPPY trippy. trippy. I'm a cowboy On a steel horse I ride I'm wanted (laughs) Dead or alive (laughs) Who sings that fucking song? I remember once I saw like an anime super edit of it and it's so funny! I'm just going to guess Bruce Springsteen, even though I know that's not accurate. He's not really into the... Welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. Bon Jovi? Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't know shit. I just know... America! There are, someone from America. It's definitely one of these pro Mercas, guys. Anyway, welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club, even though I'm not sure today's upload will really qualify as an official upload because I'm trying to stay on brand, whatever the fuck that is, which is ironic because branding definitely ties into this conversation shit i'm like a sellout i'm like a poser fuck who cares about being on brand i haven't ranted about feminism in like a few weeks on here which is pretty good for me right so shit why not let's have a casual little thursday feminist rant i wanted to take phone calls for this one and i'm really upset because i'm so fucking stupid i didn't realize that if you um deactivate your google voice and number, which I did last time, because, you know, it, like, connects to your real phone or something, I thought that I could just deactivate it temporarily, but apparently every time you deactivate it, you have to wait 30 days to get another one, which is fucking annoying, so I wasn't able to activate Google Voice for this, which is unfortunate because I really wanted to take phone calls because if there's one thing I've observed as it relates to this topic it's that people and women especially which is the group of people I'm primarily interested in hearing their opinions from about this topic they have a lot to say about this topic in particular and I think it's good my sisters to have uh discourse about this topic with each other because it's a desert out here you know like it 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 will make you feel crazy i feel like the term gaslighting is a bit of a buzzword and so i'm hesitant to use it just as i'm hesitant to use all buzzwords but there is definitely a bit of a gaslighting effect i feel like when you log on to social media and just see this like endless praise of "Quote unquote, sex work as being feminist and empowering and all this shit. You'll you'll start to feel crazy if you don't have any sort of outlet or receive any sort of validation from like-minded women about what you really think about this topic. So, what do you guys really think about this topic? Share some of your ideas and we'll talk about it. That's what we're here to do. Grab some coffee. Grab a, grab a fucking chair. Grab your fucking shit and let's just, let's just casually discuss. I don't feel like I'll probably say anything I haven't said before, but, uh, I wanted to come in and talk because I saw, I still lurk social media, you know, and I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne, who I guess used to be a Disney Channel star. Is this true? I don't know. I wasn't allowed to have the Disney Channel because- Uh, because I grew up in a Christian household and Disney's always uh, promoting magic and all that dark-sided stuff with all their little twinkles and magic wands and you're watching the Disney Channel. That's magic, okay? We don't fuck with magic in my Christian household. I wasn't allowed to watch the Disney Channel. So I've heard she was a Disney star. Is this true? Can anyone confirm? Um, Because I don't know. But apparently she was a Disney star, and she has recently signed up for this website, OnlyFans. And I guess she brought in so many first-day subscriptions that not only did she amass, I believe, $2 million in her first day on OnlyFans, but also, presumably, she crashed the server. There was a Bellathorn overload. What Disney star, what, what, Disney, what Disney show was she on? Can someone tell me? It's Mims just said yes. I probably didn't, haven't heard of it. Shake it up, haven't heard of it. Sounds magical, sounds demonic. (laughs) Glad I didn't see it. Glad my mind wasn't corrupted by the magical Disney show. So we got uh, comments coming in already. Barbie, hi Barbie. Barbie says, this fucker, my friend. (laughs) Your friend is this fucker, this fucker, my friend told me you either want it normalized or not at all. You should have expected celebs on it. And I'm like, is it normal? The commodification of our bodies has been normal. Well, that's absolutely true, uh, Barbie. And I think it's funny because I've seen some takes, and this is why, you know, I have to get on and rant because I find it to be absolutely absurd. I've seen all of these takes in my lurkings on social media that what Bella Thorne is doing with OnlyFans is analogous to gentrifying uh sex work and she should be ashamed of herself or at least she should uh be willing to donate her proceeds because she is not uh in need of this money she is already probably a millionaire because she was on the demonic disney show so how dare she come in and do this to us which i find at baseline alarming because it's like Hasn't the narrative been for a while that, like, you know, uh, we should normalize sex work, like Barbie was just saying, and we should, uh, it should become more normal and celebrated and stuff, but it's like, okay, so if you're not literally suffering, if you're not starving, then it's not sex work or something or like you should only do this job if you absolutely need to do it to survive but doesn't that contradict all of the other narratives where people are saying hey if women want to do it want to participate in it openly that's their right and it's actually a lie a radical feminist lie that women would never participate in this thing willingly it's just a job like any other you know so if it's just a job like any other then what is the problem with a million doing it you know but I've seen people have takes about like she's gentrifying sex work and it's like dude we're talking about OnlyFans here like I said in the Twitter prompt uh, posting this link like isn't OnlyFans already quote unquote gentrified sex work like how can you gentrify (laughs) this incredibly large corporation you know like I've said it here before I think And I'll say it again, when people talk about, like, gentrifying sex work and shit, or just, like, uh, so many of the narratives in general, I feel like all of these liberal women... And I won't just say white liberal women, because I think that there's a diversity of women making a killing on OnlyFans or working on OnlyFans or whatever, though this definitely is a a narrative that centers white liberal women, white middle class liberal women who have the luxury of a choice here and can choose to cam up and make money on OnlyFans or whatever the hell. Like when people talk about this, this entire narrative, it makes me think of this narrative of white liberal middle class people getting into. Weed entrepreneurship, you know, like we see all these new narratives about like where like white liberal people are leading the narrative, talking about how like weed needs to become legalized because there's nothing wrong with smoking weed. Smoking weed is great. And it's like, yeah, we all agree there's nothing wrong with smoking weed or whatever. But like, there are tons of people. Mostly black and brown people locked up in prison with exorbitant charges for having weed on them. This is exactly how I feel about sex work. You know people who started this decriminalized sex work conversation were mostly black and brown feminist women who were talking about the fact that eighty two percent of women are in prison for nonviolent crimes and i and a lot of these women are in prison for prostitution. And, uh also I've said this before I can't remember where but the female prison population is growing at almost three times the rate as the male prison population this is something that is never discussed I have never seen it discussed anywhere and of course disproportionately a lot of these women are Latina women black women and a lot of them are in jail for prostitution charges you know so it's all well and great that like white liberal women want to now make this conversation about decriminalization and legalization, some sort of abstract moral arguing about well, sex works great like, we need to uh, destigmatize it because uh, you know, all of the stigma exists because of misogynistic taboos and shit, but it's like Dude, you are taking a political issue, a sociopolitical issue, and really making it about yourself, which is the mode of liberalism, period, right? This hyper-individualism. Everything is about, like, the right or wrong of some individual's actions or something. We're not even talking about the sociopolitical reality that the racist government we live in benefits from having prostitution criminalized because then we can more easily throw black and brown women into prison, you know? So I don't care about your fucking, ooh, is it right? Is it wrong? Who cares? That's like white entrepreneurs getting into cannabis, talking about, ooh, weed. Is it good? Is it bad? It's it's irrelevant to the problem. The problem is uh, much more real and tangible than this, okay? So, like... How can you gentrify To go back to the question How can you gentrify sex work By doing a thing like signing up on OnlyFans When OnlyFans is already Symbolic of this liberal Quote unquote gentrification Of sex work period You know what I'm saying Like women who work on OnlyFans Most of them Of course this is anecdotal I don't know but you know I was a quote unquote sex worker for many years so I was in this world I know what kind of women do what you know I was more specifically a stripper and I also did other things okay <laughs> that I don't want to talk about but you know like sex work sex worker period this is a phrase that I don't like I don't like the term sex work period because i actually saw an interesting reddit post about this recently it said that the term sex worker makes it impossible to talk coherently about sex work and i think that this is absolutely true what the poster went on to say was that like when you use this blanket term sex work then you are basically you're almost I don't know if the poster said this but this is how I feel you're almost co-opting the struggle of women who are prostituting on the streets it makes me think of like this term POC you know you see a lot of people use the term POC to almost align themselves people who are like not black for example a lot of POC who are not black will use this term POC to align themselves almost like in this weird abstract unspoken way with the struggles of black people. And it's like, well, we got to say what we fucking mean, because the struggles of like an East Asian person living in America is really not completely analogous to the struggles of a black person living in America you know and of course there's certain things that uh, these people's experiences may have in common but at the end of the day you really can't just use some blanket term to discuss all of these things lest you want to conflate struggles and really not be able to address The most vulnerable women, especially when it comes to things like prostitution. So, we need to preserve distinctions when we're talking about sex work, especially because a woman posting her titties on OnlyFans is really not analogous to a 16 year old girl prostituting in the streets because she has to. Maybe she has to feed her siblings because her parents are absent. Something like this, you know, like, fuck you. Fuck you, seriously. If you insist on this term sex worker and you all, you're you out here just campaigning for OnlyFans, complaining about Bella Thorne and shit, when there's literal teenage girls prostituting on the fucking streets, a lot of these girls victims of incredible racism and uh, economic uh, disparities, lack of education, all these things, you don't give a fuck about these women. So don't, don't horizontalize your two struggles. They are not... Similar in the slightest. I mean, why is half of OnlyFans content even called sex work? You know, it's like, is posting your titties on the internet sex work? I have posted my titties on the internet when I was in like a horror movie that showed my titties. Like, was that sex work? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got paid for the shoot. Like, what's the difference between Angelina Jolie, like, like, having her titties out in a sex scene in a movie and posting your uh, titties on the Internet? Because, you know, Angelina Jolie, I'm sure, I don't know the politics of this sort of a thing, but I'm sure you make more money if you agree to be, like, fully frontally nude in a movie, at least back in the day. I'm glad to see sex scenes are dwindling in Hollywood blockbusters, but it's like... You know, like I don't know if I even accept that being naked on the internet and making money is sex work. You know what I'm saying? I would and this is why I think it's important to preserve some sort of a distinction because there's also women on OnlyFans who like masturbate and have sex on uh on the internet and sell that and I would say that that's more acceptable to call sex work, you know. But even then, like, I would call, you should call it, like, you're a pornographer or something, and that's not the same as being a prostitute or a stripper. All of these different things have different accompanying realities on top of that. I mean, even being a stripper for years, like, there is such a hierarchy of privilege, you know, like the towns the the clubs in the white towns were much more secure and safe you know a lot of strip clubs in poorer neighborhoods neighborhoods afflicted by racism didn't have good security even the staff themselves were pimping out the girls like girls were expected to do sexual favors there was just there's such a difference just from going to club to club as a stripper you know the same is true for all of this stuff we need to uh We need to preserve some sort of distinction. Fuck, I forget where I was going. I'm just ranting. Let me look at the uh, comments. She was on Shake It Up, okay, the demonic Disney show. (laughs) What's Shake It Up about? Um, Danny says, it's also kind of perverted that she was a Disney star and probably was in her teens at the time. I don't know this for a fact. Well, that's definitely interesting, Danny. I definitely have noticed this. You know, to think of, like, Billie Eilish, for example, like... Or uh, I don't know think about like the Olsen twins like I remember like people were counting down for the Olsen twins to turn 18 like how fucking creepy I mean even half of 18 year olds look like fucking babies like there is definitely and this is a problem in and of itself you know there is definitely a whole problem with like how we have concretized this concept of consent to be like the be all end all to all feminist discourse. It's like, as soon as you're old enough to consent, the endless sexual harassment is fine. When I was lurking social media the past few days, I also caught wind of this AT&T woman scandal. Like, look at that is that okay this woman is clearly over 18 and for those of you who don't know the I guess AT&T posted an ad uh, featuring some new woman I don't know if she's like their new official spokesperson kind of like how progressive insurance has like their own spokeswoman you know like she's in all the commercials this there was an ad posted to this woman and she has large breasts and like all of these men were just commenting, like, look at those milkers, like, let me suck on those milkers and stuff. Like, it was disgusting, and it's just endless, and even if you go to her Instagram, all the comments are full of this kind of language. She's old enough to consent. Is that okay now? Because she's over 18, this just extreme sexual harassment is okay. Like, please, these countdowns till when women turn 18, it's really just a countdown to when it's socially acceptable to sexually harass them and mess, you know, but we can't have these kinds of conversations, obviously, because feminist discourse in the mainstream doesn't even fucking exist. Which is so sad and why I said when I started this, you know, you will go crazy if you are a woman with some amount of uh, self-awareness about this issue or who thinks critically about this issue for more than one minute. Because everything you see out here is like the most warped, manipulative, anti-feminist discourse I've ever witnessed in my fucking life. (laughs) Reading, reading. Lex says, Hi Lex, love Lex, Phenomenology Club MVP. I don't get how you can comp- compare Bella Thorne doing OnlyFans to gentrification. How can anybody police anybody's, the white liberals are saying gentrified, but really mean black and brown women that are sex workers? Yes, Lex, and this is definitely a thing liberals love to do. I mean, as soon as you get into anything about, like, sex work discourse, you can be called a racist even if race is not on the table because this is what liberals do. They equate their struggles to the most vulnerable people. Which in the case of the United States of America Is black and brown people Black people especially You equate your struggles sort of like abstractly And don't even articulate how you are equating the struggles And then if somebody wants to come out And say what I'm saying right now You know They'll be like Oh you're promoting a white supremacist agenda Like what? I'm literally calling you out For co-opting the struggles of women That uh, are disproportionately affected by racism (laughs) Like it's Excuse me? But, you know, they don't make any fucking sense. Shit is crazy out here. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Sabrina says, I'm concerned that OnlyFans, supporters, and creators aren't sincere about taking the stigma off sexualized work, only taking the stigma off them sexualizing more people, celebs, influencers. Hmm... Well, this is interesting and something we talk about all the time in Phenomenology Club. By the way, women, especially if you feel gaslighted being out here and feel like you're going crazy, come join Phenomenology Club because we have an entire channel devoted to this kind of discourse. It's called ISIS, the intellect, intellect the international sisterhood of intellectual solidarity it's our phenomenology club feminist group <laughs> isis because feminism needs more terrorism this is what i always say so <laughs> so it's interesting and something i've talked about publicly in here as well like why do we naturally gravitate to this idea that like because female sexuality is so stigmatized That hypersexuality and sexualizing ourselves more, presumably on our own terms, quote unquote, is the solution. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would that be true? Because it's also true that women who are, quote unquote, modest are similarly shamed, you know? And this is the problem of being a woman, period. (laughs) And everyone says, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Why would this not be true for a thing like sex work? You know, if I go out, And show my titties and say, look, (laughs) my titties, I'm posting them of my own accord. I consent to posting them. Am I like now somehow not existing in a patriarchal society where men are just going to comment like, look at those awesome fucking milkers all day, like on my fucking Instagram and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would this be empowering insofar as it empowers women under patriarchy? Because isn't this the only reason we need to be empowered? I'm not disempowered because I'm over here wearing a shirt and I'm like, oh, I want to show my titties, but I'm so scared. I'm actually wearing a shirt because <laughs> I don't want men to stare at my fucking titties it has nothing to do with my comfortability necessarily i'm personally totally comfortable to walk around butt naked that would be great and many of my male friends i've changed in front of them you know it's like if they have a girlfriend or are gay or something like i don't give a fuck you know but like i'm not gonna walk around out here with my tits off because i've seen what my tits off let me take my tits off oh i wish let me just walk around with my tits out, because I've seen what happens to women who do walk around with their tits out. They're followed with dudes holding their fucking phones, uh, posting them on the internet and shit. Because, you know, it's legal in New York City to walk around with your tits out. And when you do this, you uh, every time I've seen this happen, there just becomes this mass of men following these women around. And to me, that's the problem. The problem is not whether or not you feel comfortable taking your shirt off. The problem is fucking patriarchy, okay? <laughs> Like, what good does any of this do? Whether I put a shirt on or take it off, it doesn't change the fucking reality that there will be at all times some mess of men congregating around me and telling me what to fucking do, what I should do. Like, please, get out of here. Uh, SS Retrozone. Do I have body dysphoria? I mean, I don't know exactly what that means because, you know, I think that's a medical term, right? So I don't know exactly what the qualifications would be, but I definitely noticed as a young girl going through puberty, yes, I did start to become incredibly... I started to feel disconnected from my own body, and I feel as if I still feel this way because as soon as you go through puberty as a young girl, you start to notice all of the leering glances from older creepy men. You start to understand what like rape is and hear it on the news all the time you begin to be scared that that could happen to you men following you all these things it definitely makes you have a very strange relationship with your own body that almost starts to feel like some type for myself I'm speaking and I know other women feel similarly you do start to almost disassociate from your own body at times and I think that that's a feeling that can become preserved even through adulthood 'Cause you know that your body is the the reason that people are staring at you and treating you a certain way. You know what I'm saying? That's true for myself. Um What comments do we have? Bop 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 Barbie, I've experienced with camming, escorting and sugar arrangements, which many would call prostitution anyway, but God, it's just odd how romanticized it all is though. Is it odd though, Barbie? Is it? Cause when I think about it, it's really not odd at all, right? It kind of makes sense. Of course, uh, we are in a mode where this kind of a thing is celebrated and called feminism because if we can get away with it, we will, you know, we do live under a patriarchy like it's just facts you know so of course if someone manipulates feminist discourse to a point where it can be like well being naked for men and having them drool all over you and pay you money and being economically dependent on men as a class of people is feminist as long as you want to do it you know Then, of course, people are going to gravitate to this narrative. Why wouldn't they? Like, evolution follows the the path of least resistance, right? So, of course, it doesn't feel like a coincidence at all. The only thing that's odd to me is that now it's considered anti-feminist to say what I'm saying. Like, the only acceptable feminist take is to absolutely celebrate all of this stuff, you know? That is odd to me. But it's only odd to me because I know from talking to other people that a lot of people can see this for what it is, you know? Like, a lot of people can see that this narrative is totally fallacious. It makes no fucking sense. And you really kind of have to be an idiot to accept it, you know? Like, what? Like in what world do you think, like... You- being a Pornhub superstar is like a feminist aspiration, you know. It's what's strange to me is how many people I speak to that think that it's crazy, women especially, versus like what narratives you see on social media. That's what's odd to me, and I don't know how you guys feel about it. It's it's strange to me that like this narrative has taken over. You would think that there would at least be some room left. <laughs> For women to, like, talk about if pornography tends to be misogynistic or not. So that's really weird to me, definitely. But at the same time, it's not when you behold just how deep this shit goes. You know, people love to say prostitution is the oldest occupation in the world. (laughs) It's like, yeah, well, sexism is also the oldest form of oppression in the world. So is it really, like, a coincidence? Society has been... There has been a power disparity between men and women since fucking agriculture. And this predates civilization. Civilization itself (laughs) is a fucking patriarchy. So, of course, prostitution has always been here, just as sexism has always been here, you know. Like, uh, so when people say this, I'm like, yeah, you're basically affirming my own viewpoint. Like, duh, you know. It's definitely a complex issue because, of course, I think that men and women alike should be able to walk around butt naked without worrying about another group of people harassing them and commenting on their bodies, you know? Like, sure, people should be more openly, uh, they should be able to be more openly sexual if they want to, you know what I'm saying? But, like, half of the time I think we're making it more deep than it is, you know? Like, at the same time, we're actually not... Going nearly deep enough because, like I said, you this issue is a catch 22, you know, it's not as simple as like, well, if all women become openly sexual, whatever the fuck that means, you know, because why is like, I don't know why it's even like putting pasties on and having whips and chains and like uh super pornified outfits like I don't even know why this is considered like sexual in and of itself you know it's a very specific type of sexuality like my sexuality is just fucking having sex you know (laughs) like I don't need to put on a fucking pink garter belt and uh, fake cow udders and make money off of it for me to be, like, openly sexual, you know? Like, I I just don't even like conflating this. Like, what is openly sexual? I'm openly sexual. I like to talk about butt sex, other stuff, you know? Like, so, am I openly sexual? (laughs) I don't get it. Like, is the only way to be openly sexual to, like, put on a lime green bikini and glitter and uh, be like, fuck me, daddy. Punch me in the face, daddy. Spit in my mouth, daddy. (laughs) Abuse me. (laughs) Butt sex, other stuff. Yeah, so there's so much going on. But like I've said before, you know, it's like women aren't even, I mean, even the concept of modesty is patriarchal, you know, like. But women aren't allowed to be that either. Like why would, why is becoming a porn star, the only way you can be like openly sexual wouldn't, wouldn't true sexual liberation. I've said this before. The only way I think we can be truly sexually liberated is to divorce. Women from sexuality, because as it stands right now, women are analogs for sex, you know, you see women and your mind immediately goes to her sexual value. Is she beautiful? Uh, What is her sexual value? You know, if we want to be truly sexually liberated as women, then we would need to actually have a choice to do whatever we want. We would be able to Act freely without people shaming us for being vanilla or prudes or whatever. And also shaming us for being out here with our titties out, you know. But that's not what it is. So if we want to really make things better, then we need to unite against the enemy. The enemy who is (laughs) misogynistic as fuck men. And really, maybe, I mean, society, period, you know. Like, you're not going to get us out of this situation by by making even more economic dependence on the male class... You know, like why would a thing like OnlyFans empower women if overwhelmingly the clientele for OnlyFans is men and not only men, but men that tend to be incels, that tend to be misogynist, that tend to be cheating on their wives, virtually at least men that are not very nice people that send all types of degrading uh, messages to you in your DMs call you a dumb slut want to suck in your Big massive milkers, all other types of dehumanizing language. Why would these men and creating an economic dependence on these men help women at all? You know, I don't know what the statistic is, but if you look at the general statistic for who consumes pornography, who consumes prostitution, who consumes all these things, I mean, it's like upwards 80% or more of men. You know, I think it's upwards of 90%, but. Porn, not necessarily. You know, because some women watch porn as well. Um, But, you know, women also watch football. And it's like, well, football, football's patriarchy too. (laughs) Why can't I play, bitch? Play a sport I can play. Okay? Fuck football and fuck porn. Bam! Case closed. Boom! Uh, Let me read... How does believing that sex work, which is a direct product of a patriarchal society and is inherently exploitative, will be abolished in a fair and equal society, exclude sex workers? Right, Barbie. You know, I I keep saying I've said this before. Just assume everything I've said here I've, I've said before, but I'm saying it again. Like, I think that the conversation around sex work, as far as it relates to capitalism and all this shit, it reminds me of the conversation about coal miners, but it's curious to me that no one ever draws such comparisons. You know, we know that coal mining is an occupation typically held by lower middle class people without ex- access to education. A lot of them are into coal mining because of generational uh, realities. You know, my dad, my granddaddy was. a coal miner we don't have college we can't afford education we're high school dropouts all of this you know i do coal mining because it's all i fucking know it's a dangerous institution on an individual level and it's also harmful to the overall environment you know all these things are also true of sex work does that mean that we're anti coal miners or we're anti sex workers when we say hey we need to we need to phase out coal mining as an occupation it exploits vulnerable people it's dangerous it promotes institutions that are harmful to the environment you know, oh, oh, that, we're not against coal miners. We, but we do do them a disservice. But when we talk about phasing out coal mining without talking about what we're going to do for coal miners, we need to have initiatives to help coal miners get GEDs or whatever the hell. I mean, education it, itself is a mess in the fucking U.S. But like, we need to help coal miners get into safer jobs and also into jobs that don't contribute to larger systems that afflict all peoples. You know what I'm saying? So this needs to also be true when we talk about sex work and shit, which ironically, I never hear any of these fucking pro-sex work women calling everyone else swerfs, these white middle class women posting their titties on Instagram, never, ever, ever, ever have heard them talk about getting young women and girls, because many teenage girls also, and even younger, are in prostitution, never hear them talk about getting women ...educations, getting women into safer careers, anything. All it is is that destigmatize this. It's all just misogynistic taboos and, like, we need to celebrate female sexuality. Fuck you. Fuck you. Women are literally dying on the fucking streets. And you're gonna come on here and complain about fucking Bella Thorne and your OnlyFans account? Fuck you! Bitch, the fuck? I mean, first of all, you have access to the internet. You're already privileged. You're privileged if you have a choice... To to choose to make an OnlyFans account or not. The only people I want to hear talk about OnlyFans are the people who literally have no fucking choice. If you have a choice, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You chose this. Deal with it. You wanna fucking suck the dick of fucking patriarchy and be a soldier of men? <laughs> Go for it, girl. Do your fucking thing. But don't tell don't tell us now what we can and can't talk about as it relates to this issue when women are fucking dying in the fucking streets getting murdered by these fucking pimps these fucking dudes like uh, uh, fuck yourself and get money for it fuck yourself on cam fucking myself tonight five dollar special Shut the fuck up. If you have a choice, you're privileged. Shut up. That's it. And if you want to use your privilege to, um, yeah, fight for patriarchy, great. But you're not a feminist. Don't tell me what a feminist is, bitch. Okay? We need to, how many times do we say we need to fucking be out here talking about the most vulnerable of women? We're not free until the least of us is free, right? So then what the fuck are you talking about? You had a choice to do this, you know? Many, that's great for you. Many women do not. So that's who, who needs to be centered in this conversation: women who are prostitutes because they can't do anything else. They have no fucking choice, and that's not true for most women. Are only fans because most women are only fans have access to a bank account. They're 18 years old or whatever. They have to have their license validated, so that means that most of them are legal citizens. They're legal citizens. They also uh, have access to the internet. Like, you have all types of privileges. Don't don't tell us how we're going to talk about this issue. Okay? Because we need to talk about women that are actually fucking dying. And also being fucking locked up in prison for prostitution charges. For forever. It's insane. Hmm. J.F zk says what do you think about women who independently direct and produce porn slash erotic cinema i mean i think most of them are still doing it for men so i'm like eh, whatever like go have fun with that like i could never be motivated to make content for like men that hate women but like i mean sure i guess it's better than like Pornhub or whatever And also to talk about OnlyFans and stuff, if we're going to talk about empowering, empowering yourself and stuff, it's like, well, you are going through this, like, digital pimp service. And you're basically acting as pimps, too, because if I'm not mistaken, the most, the women who make the most, or I I think anyone who has a subscription on OnlyFans, or has an account, rather, they actually make money, if I'm not mistaken, by getting other girls, or men, I guess. Yes, technically, there's men on there. But fuck that, whatever. By getting other women to sign up, if other women sign up, then they make a percentage fee of that. So, of course, if you're out here on OnlyFans, you want to make more money. You're inclined, you're incentivized to say, OnlyFans is great. I love it. I love getting the most misogynistic messages I've ever read from creepy dudes cheating on their wives and fantasizing about fucking their own daughters. I love it. It's so fun. You should do it too. And put in my promotion code so that I get uh, 20% of your first day on here. or Whatever the fuck it is. Like. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about empowering yourself and shit. Learn to code. <laughs> Build your own website. It's not that fucking hard. You know. Make more websites r- for women. Run by women. You're always talking about percentage cuts and shit. Make your own website and there will be no percentage cut. You know. But of course, then we're going to start talking about like, you know, oh, you're victimizing me. I don't know how to code. (laughs) Whatever. You know how to read. You're on the internet. I'm just like lacking in sympathy these days. You know, my, uh, my sympathy is just because I'm not in the habit of like, you know, shaming women for participating in nihilism. Like, it's true that it fucking sucks out here so you're gonna get it how you can you know if you can't 'em, join 'em. join them I understand that sort of nihilistic viewpoint at the same time like I've been saying there are women literally dying there are young girls growing up and seeing this shit everywhere and basically we are grooming them for a lifetime of sexual commodification just as we were all sexually groomed in this way as well from the day we're fucking born they slap a bow on our heads and go oh you're so pretty My baby's so pretty, you know, like we're all from the time we're little girls, most of us, I would say upwards of 90 percent of us living in the United States of Triple K America. Anyway, they're always telling us how pretty we are and all this. What is the purpose of all of this, if not to acclimate us to a life where we feel as if our ultimate value is our own beauty or sexual worth so I don't blame women for taking advantage of this set of conditions especially since I think a lot of women don't think about it don't talk about it and are only exposed to discourse where they're being told that they are doing something that is empowering and feminist you know so my lack of sympathy and my criticism is definitely reserved for the women who I know Think about this because I see you endlessly theorizing about it out here and making the most stupid justifications, philosophically flawed arguments that make no fucking sense. And also I can see that you are incentivized to do this because then you won't have to take a long, hard look at yourself and see that you're a fucking privileged middle class liberal co-opting the struggles. Of women who are in prison and are dying on the fucking streets for this shit. Not letting us talk about it openly. Calling us all SWERFs and anti-feminists. This is who I'm mad at. So I see you guys talking about SWERFs, you know. This concept itself of a SWERF, it's some patriarchal bullshit. I've never seen a SWERF. Because RF means radical feminist, right? You are not a radical feminist if you don't care about sex workers. That's it. Of course radical feminists care about sex workers. If you're not, if you don't care, you're not a radical feminist. That's it. Like, hello. On the contrary, radical feminists are some of the only women I have ever seen talk about the least of us. Talk about uh, prison rates and talk about the actual dangers that prostitutes face on the very streets and all this other shit, you know. Radical feminists are the only group of feminists I've ever seen pay serious consideration to this issue and actually address the fucking problem. So, boom. Ugh. SS retrozone. But a lot of women are put getting things like student debt paid off by doing this. Is it the failure of our education system to blame? Well, I would say as it relates to student debt, I mean, it's the failures of fucking capitalism, you know? Like I said, you got to get it how you live, you know? You have $60,000 in student debt, like, shit, I'm not going to, like, go persecute you for this. Like I said, I mean, I did this shit too, but at least when I did it, and I still feel like I did something wrong. But I at least openly said I am participating in patriarchy like I made no lies to myself or to other women that I was doing something empowering I knew and I openly I was very open about it I am contributing to this misogynistic as fuck landscape and i'm doing it because i'm a nihilist because there's no way to fucking win so if i can make money off of these disgusting women hating dudes i'm going to you know that's really all i'm asking i'm not even asking women not to do anything i'm asking that you be open with yourself and with others if you're going to participate in this thing Great, but don't shut down other women trying to have discourse. Don't call them swerves. Don't say that you are doing the feminist thing and everyone else is not and Bella Thorne is gentrifying OnlyFans. Like, don't say any of that shit. Be open about what's going on. Be transparent in the interest of other women and girls, especially the most vulnerable of us, okay? That's all I'm fucking asking. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's true. We live in a fucking capitalistic society. Like, you're you're... The victim of predatory student lending? Of course you gotta do what you gotta do to get out of it and shit. Shit, I owe tens of thousands of dollars in student loans for a useless degree. I have no idea what I'm gonna do, you know? If I thought that showing my butthole would work, maybe I would try it. Maybe, but thankfully I'm not there yet. I'm too lazy to shave my asshole. Someone says, fuck college. Agreed. That's the first, I mean, there's multiple levels of predation going on right here. I Wish I didn't go to, a uh, college. At least, not the college. Not for what I went for. <laughs> Shit. Don't go to college, kids. And if you go, make sure it can be paid. Like, if you're gonna get into debt, just don't. Unless it's, like, I don't know, one of these careers that you need a degree, and they have, uh, high needs for employment. Like, computer science, you know? I heard that if you get a computer science degree, you're pretty easily employed. And I believe that a lot of jobs do require a computer science degree, so something like that, yeah, sure. You know. Fuck it. Reading comments. Virtue. It's beyond depressing that for so many women, the only way to a comfortable life is through commodifying your body. I mean... I don't even know if I would say that makes you comfortable because as someone who did sell my body, I guess you could say, uh, I wasn't necessarily comfortable. I didn't feel any different. I felt more depressed because I'm like, yep patriarchy's a hell of a drug huh this is how I gotta make money by shaking my ass like a fucking monkey but I had a choice you know and I knew I had a choice but I was like well fuck it if I can make thousands of dollars in one evening shaking my ass like a fucking monkey in the zoo then like why the fuck not you know but that's definitely depressing because it's like wow don't don't we wish that uh men solves for accomplishments you know i would i could never find a man mindlessly gyrating sexually attractive because it's just too stupid and absurd to me like i like men for their personalities you know maybe i'm just demisexual but <laughs> that, that's a whole other topic uh so like It's depressing. And you know, people always talk about like, no one would be a sex worker if um, they didn't have to. I think that that's a lie as well. And that's something I have seen from radical feminists that I do think is patronizing, but I haven't seen it from too many radical feminists, you know, like, I think it's patronizing to act like all women are uh, necessarily desperate if they do this I think something much more sinister is at play and a lot of women who are not desperate do it because it's easier money and this is part of why they talk so much about how it's not easy you're right it's not easy but it's a lot easier if you want to make two thousand dollars in one evening you know Because, like, you know, I got into stripping when I was working at a doctor's office. And it would take me weeks to make $2,000. But in the strip club, all it would take is for one lucky customer to come in, for me to make an impression on them, and boom, bitch, I'm rich, you know? I think what's actually true is you would see a lot less women, at least the ones going on, ranting on Twitter and shit, you would see a lot less of these women doing this kind of a thing if it didn't pay as well if it paid seven dollars an hour nobody would tolerate this kind of a thing it's not worth it the kind of humiliation not humiliation but the kind of dehumanizing messages you receive from your male clientele base all day long the kinds of things they say to you no one would tolerate that for seven dollars an hour except for the most vulnerable women and these women are out here and this is who we need to be talking about and why i say that you have if you have a choice you need to shut the fuck up because I'm interested in the women who would still be here if this thing paid $7 a fucking hour and this was literally all they could do to get by which is many not just many most women in prostitution especially anyway Zensei Shut the fucking door! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm yelling at a man. Oh, Love you, babe. Zensei <laughs> said Many women want to be admired and praised primarily for their beauty and sexuality. Zensei, what fucking world are you living in? I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you're not a woman. Because if you were, you would not say that. <laughs> That doesn't make it- what? Most women want- many women want to be admired and praised primarily for their beauty and sexuality. I don't know where you heard that but throw that take away. <laughs> that is uh not true. You won't get feminists on your side by telling them to sacrifice their greatest commodity. Their sexuality gets them further than their minds. say, oh my god. Man- Stop it. I know that you listen to a lot of talk about it, so I'm glad you're here. I don't believe in canceling people. I welcome you with open arms, my brother. But these takes need some serious audits. <laughs> serious audits. Um. First of all, I'm not talking to feminists. I'm the feminist. <laughs> okay. I'm talking to what I guess you could call liberal feminists that are just fucking... Middle class liberal idiots ranting and raving on Twitter about Bella Thorne and shit and uh, totally racist and aligning their struggles with black and brown women and never doing anything for them, not even paying them any fucking lip service really beyond the bare minimum. So that's who I'm talking to. So if we're talking about getting feminists on our side, I mean, I think feminists are on my side. That's how I genuinely think. I think genuinely, if you're a feminist, you are going to be critical of at least the narratives around sex work. There's all types of nuanced discussions to be had about legality, decriminalization, all these things. I'm saying that you're not a feminist if you're not interested in having a discussion, which a lot of these women aren't. It's basically like, are you a sex worker? If not, shut the fuck up, you know? I'm saying if you have the choice and the privilege to do this kind of a thing, shut the fuck up because we're not talking about you. Talking about decriminalization and how this is a feminist issue relates only to the most vulnerable women and girls. It doesn't relate to you. If it's simply a matter of personal choice, then it's not really even a feminist issue anymore. If you have the luxury of choice, then you have transcended the struggle as far as it relates to this issue. So I don't want to hear your fucking opinion. Shut the fuck up. It's also such a lie to tell women that if you're not a prostitute or if you're not an OnlyFans uh, person that this doesn't affect you. In what fucking world are you living in? Look at the AT&T girl that we just talked about. where do you think uh, why do you think are you going to tell me porn doesn't affect her I mean you can't even have have an image of yourself and also have large breasts without men just being like look at those milkers give me those milkers all this other porn talk you know this porn has so normalized this kind of a thing and makes sexual harassment on the internet so acceptable that yes all women fucking suffer from this all women all of us literally so shut up with this if you if you don't suck dick for money you have no opinion here every woman is entitled to her opinion on porn and this porn pornified culture we live in the word pornified is funny to me uh i'm not a woman lol really i i couldn't tell (laughs) i accept you brother i think that you will uh i think that it's fine it's fine. As long as you're open to hearing why, uh, some of these takes that you just said were really funny. Women want to be admired and praised for their beauty and sexuality and gets them further than their minds. You know, this isn't actually necessarily true. You know, like I said, it's a catch 22. I think of people like Hedy Lamar. There was a documentary that came out about her on Netflix not long ago that I watched and it made me fucking cry because i was so upset for this woman this woman who was a genius basically invented some sort of gps um relating to like submarine systems she like she she created a technology that greatly helped the americans uh detect like cloaked missiles underwater and shit and because she was so beautiful all of her achievements in the realm of technology were doubted and men published papers about how she didn't really come up with this it was all the genius of her associate and people just ate it right up because all we know Hedy Lamar as is this insanely hot Hollywood actress so of course she can't be intelligent you know it's kind of like you have to pick one or the other like I think that there's lots of women that want to be seen as geniuses in their respective fields, but maybe some of them know, well, I'm never going to be hailed as some sort of genius of architecture, but I am hot. So like, fuck it. Maybe that will be my in, you know, like all women have to find their own ways to try to navigate the system. And success is never guaranteed, really. It's kind of like being on like a suicide bomber mission. This is what I this is what I make the work of feminism analogous to, in my own mind. I feel like to be a feminist is almost like to be a suicide bomber. Like, make sure you end up in a strategic place. (laughs) That's that. That's all I'll say about that. Zensei, your average person is repelled by academia, philosophy, and intellectualism. That's a bit subjective, but in my anecdotal experience. Uh... Yeah, I think that that would be true, you know. You have to speak the language of most people if you want to communicate with most people. And I definitely think a lot of these conversations are alienating to most people, which is even more reason to work on the terms of what doesn't need like you to do literal fucking philosophical backflips to convince people of, which is what which is what kind of a reality we're in right now, you know. Like imagine trying to tell like I don't know some woman that works at a toll booth on the on the parkway i mean i don't know though i don't want to patronize her either but like i'm just trying to think about like the most everyman worker like trying to tell them why actually um criticizing porn is sexist (laughs) criticizing porn is um actually to relieve women of like their agency or something you know but everyone likes porn so i'm sure they'd just be like yeah great I can continue objectifying women? Great, I was going to anyway. So, thanks. (laughs) Make sure you end up in a strategic place. Real, says Pinnacle. Yes. Yes. Our feminist movement at Phenomenology Club is called ISIS. (laughs) I think we need to up the terroristic qualities, ladies. DON'T BE AFRAID! fucking terrorize them do it make them scared cause right now no one's scared of shit especially people making nonsensical arguments about Bella Thorne and gentrifying OnlyFans give me a fucking break anyway it's been an hour let me get out of here <laughs> I don't think I've ever had this many concurrent viewers I'm scared says Phil Mitchell before crack that's right you fucking should be To be a feminist is to be a metaphorical suicide bomber. I'm gonna hug you on my way out, so you should be scared. I'm strapped and I'm going in for the hug. (laughs) Unabomber, no. Don't stand the Unabomber anymore ever since I saw the new Netflix documentary. He's an incel. (laughs) Sorry, Ted. I still love Ted. I'll always have a special place in my heart for Ted. But that incel speak was really bothering me. (laughs) God damn it, Ted! You too! Et too, Ted! Alright, I'm gonna get out of here. Everyone give it a thumbs up, please. Please give me a thumbs up. That would be nice. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Actually, I made an OnlyFans. But I don't have a valid license, so I can't make it go live, but it's really funny and I need to find someone else's license to use so I can make it go live, it's hilarious. And I will accept no money. By the way, it's it's my non-profit OnlyFans. It's hilarious, I, uh, I'm such a degenerate, I need to get a working license. If someone wants to let me borrow your license, so we could do it together. It's it's funny as hell. I can't say the idea out loud, though, because someone will steal it because it's so funny. <laughs> uh, but I'm not making money off that shit. Fuck that. I don't support OnlyFans. Fuck OnlyFans. Fuck porn. Fuck football. Fuck these stupid middle-class liberals talking about gentrifying shit. You're no better than these white uh, fucking weed dealers making your little fucking cute edibles going on Colorado vape tours you're no different, you're the same thing behold yourself in the mirror, hate yourself fuck yourself fuck yourself for $5 special on OnlyFans fuck every person who disagrees psych, I love you all you're welcome to disagree even if I tell you to go fuck yourself that's great, I love discourse discourse is good, talking is good (laughs) nuance is necessary I don't cancel people come into Phenomenology Club, we'll talk about it Anyway, please give it a thumbs up one more time, and I'm going to get out of here. Love you all. You'll have to speak to his son, Talk Scott. to you later. Goodbye.